Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, January 24th. Uh, We are here in El Salvador, and this is the Deeper and Wider podcast. So you're going to hear a little bit longer. We'll be maybe shorter than normal today, but a little bit longer of a meditation and processing on uh, the message from this past week. Uh, We happen to be traveling with with several pastors, so you're going to hear all kinds of processing going on as we continue to think through uh, the Trinity and uh, some of what we've wrestled with. So I'm here with you. Uh, Pastor Asa is here for the first time in El Salvador. Hey, hola. Hola, there you go. <laughs> and Pastor Taylor is here for the thousandth time, no, sixth time in Something El Salvador. Like Something that. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But there's no teenagers around other than Micah, so it's a different sure. kind of gig than and he's normal. So quiet. And he's so quiet. <laughs> he doesn't even, even count. Knows. That's right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Here. Yeah, that's great. So, um, so yeah, we are um, in, the, in the country. So before we jump into the uh, the sermon processing. I'm going to put Pastor Ace on the spot because this is his very first time in El Salvador, and lots of you have done that, have been in El Salvador for the first time. Some of you have considered or are considering uh, going on a short-term trip to El Salvador. So, uh, Pastor Ace, tell us a little bit of what your experience is, first time in. So, first time, I would say the first thing I realized was <clears throat> just the, I love trees and nature and all that, and so it's so such a different, but um, just unique that the, the things that are here some of the uh, the purple and the yellow flowers are just so vibrant. Like it just, the, the, yeah. I think the vibrancy was yeah. the very first thing, like out of the airport and so forth. But the other piece is that the the, the people, the general vibe is much more relaxed um, yeah. than, and not only because the kind of stereotypical piece of it. Like I've been to a Central American country before, but um, I guess knowing more about the history and the context and why it's so much more yeah. relaxed. It just added a layer of meaning to it. So all of that uh, combined just made it be, I don't know, pleasant. You also, you said March is awful temperature-wise. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go. <laughs> it, it, so so take this with a grain of salt. If we advertise a trip for March, you should totally go. I'm just not going with you. It's way too hot yeah. there for me. Yeah, so January is very nice. Although it's weird. On Sunday, I was shoveling snow and here wearing shorts. <laughs> so that was totally bizarre. But uh, very, I mean, as far as January goes, very comfortable uh, in, that, in that sense. But I think um, getting to know Juan and uh, Pastor Juan, Pastor uh, Mario, so such an incredible experience. Um, yeah, there, I think they were like, it was like, so my experience in Philadelphia uh-huh. versus my experience in Chicago, I, I think captures the difference. <laughs> People are very direct and very, I mean, I won't use all the words I might otherwise use yep. uh, for Philadelphia. Uh, very direct, very uh, almost brusque. Brusque, yeah, brusque. Yeah, we'll brusque that. That's probably the kinder word. That's the kinder way of putting it, yeah. yeah. Versus Chicago, which was, at least appeared to be on the surface uh, more uh, congenial, a little yeah. more laid back, a little. Uh, the Midwest sensibilities. The Midwest sensibilities. The Ohio yes. person said. Thank you, yeah, yes. The Midwest right. sensibilities. Um, yeah, that was, I would say that's uh, somewhat analogous. Yeah, of, there you go. Okay. Of, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, and we're down here. Uh, This is a really quick trip. We left on Monday. We're going to be back on Thursday, so it's a really fast trip. But we're doing a lot of planning for the future, both um, for... Uh, our church at York Alliance, but also as we plant Spring Grove and uh, some of the connections that are there. So uh, he's not on the podcast because he ran away when he feel- realized what we were doing. But uh, some of you remember Tyler Claybaugh spoke at our annual meeting, and he's going to be part of the leadership team for the um, uh, the Spring Grove t- uh, plant. And so uh, he's down here with us. We're doing some work a- around uh, kind of where we're going to be headed in the next couple of years. So, um, so Taylor, we you've been here a bunch. <laughs> 
Um, as we look forward, both this year forward, the connections here with the Church of Faith and Worship, as well as some of the other things, like what are some of your thoughts as we start to dream about what it's going to look like as this relationship continues? Yeah. That's such a loaded question. <laughs> oh, geez. It is. Um, I'm big on those loaded yeah, questions. Yeah, you are. I'm really excited because I think the place where, and specifically, I, I have the youth ministry perspective on everything. And so the place where the youth ministry is under Juan's leadership and the place where our youth ministry is, I think, is fertile soil for long-term relationships. And so I'm getting super excited and praying into, like, how the students will connect with one another and, and minister both ways. Um, yeah, and, and building those friendships that will last several years because of the ages of both youth groups. Like, there's the opportunity that it, the same students will come back multiple times and be investing in the same friendships and relationships and creating this, like, almost like discipleship partnership, uh-huh. like cross cultural and cr- like, yeah. which I think is going to be beautiful and really exciting. But I also see just in the ways that the church is growing and the things that they're they're doing and the other opportunities that we're going to have there's a ton of opportunities and pastor Juan was saying it for people to find like okay what is my gifting how do I fit it's not mm-hmm. it's not like this pigeonhole like we're doing one thing yeah. there's so many opportunities and, and opportunities to be exposed to different kinds of ministry right. and different giftings and different skills that they're going to be able to to try in a really safe place yeah. where it's, it, you can make mistakes and it's no big deal right but to to then use that piece of spiritual formation and figuring out okay what are my giftings what are my passions and how do I leverage that for the kingdom yeah. I see that and then and then also being able to do that with the students that are already like the students that are here and helping them and exposing them to things as well bringing in our context and our culture and like working together to develop the next generation of believers who will then go and lead the next generation of disciples like yeah, right. I don't know I'm yeah. so excited it's gonna be so you, good. you should see Taylor's face right now because she's like her, her grin is about to like explode through her ears or oh. something it's like it's quite a quite a deal so yeah I, I mean I think there's a lot of excitement right now and I think if, if what Taylor just said sounds exciting to you and you're like oh man I want to jump like that whole idea of like inve- figuring out my gifting and plugging in my gifting not being pigeonholed that's actually we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the podcast tomorrow, but that's where we're going as a church right now as well. We're really going to be exploring that whole idea of what it means to step into our gifting and uh, as we've studied the Trinity, transitioning to the study of what does it look like for the Holy Spirit to lead us and animate us as uh, those who are glorifying Jesus and uh, being uh, led forward by the Father. Um, What's that process look like? And so that's not going to just be here. Uh, That's going to be there. So Taylor has one more word as it relates to uh, all of that. And I might be skipping ahead, but the other thing that I thought of was just as we were talking about the the prayer in Ephesians 3 and this fullness of God, what is very exciting to me is giving people the opportunity to experience a fuller picture of who God is when you bring in another culture and the way that the Salvadorans interact with the Lord and hear from the Lord in the way that we, yeah, yeah. But there's like this fullness of body that happens when we're all together. That is so beautiful and so exciting. So like just even to experience more of God is so exciting. So then when you get that whole like revelation picture of every tongue and tribe and nation and how different that's going to be the fullness of that. So yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So let's transition a little bit into some processing of what we're continuing to process coming out of Sunday. So we um, we only did a three-week series on the Trinity. It could, could have gone a lot of different directions, but what we really wanted to do um, was get into some of the practical realities of what it means to be 
Trinitarian in our theology, that we're not um, just uh, worshiping God, a God who's far away, but a God who has come close to us. And that uh, that aspect of God that is communal is inviting us into the community of joy, community of love that, that he is as well. And so that's kind of the heart of it. And one of the ways that we've, we've typically started out these deeper and wider podcasts is um, from the one of us who was in the pulpit to say, like, man, what do you wish you would have done a little bit differently? Or what would look different if you had a chance to do it again? And I, so I was thinking through that as we were uh, getting ready for this today. And I thought, I, I don't know that I would have wanted to change any of the, the, the things that I was talking about. But by... Uh, there, there are certain weeks that I just recognize meditating on them over the course of the week. I, I have this sense of depth and excitement in them that is like impossible to get words around. And it's probably more like more with the Trinity than most, most things. But I'm like, no, I, I would want to say that. I just want to say more of it and deep, like, more, like it just needs, yeah. Like, there's, like, it's like there's this sense of like, man, there's, there's more to it than that. But I just don't know that I can get it. That, so. That's the end of theology, though. Not the end, but like the end is that is this burst of love. Yeah, right. right? Like, right. You know you've done theology right when your cup overflows. Yes, right? yes. No, that's exactly right. And that's, that's how I felt coming out of it. It's like, there's all of this goodness of what it means for us to be community together and what it means for us to be caught up in the flow of the dance of the Trinity. Um, that um, it's, it's like there's this, um, this, this picture that we can't quite fully see, but we can feel to some degree. Just words don't work with it. So mirror dimly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so the, the eternity is in all of our hearts, but yeah. like, it's not like, oh, I can feel it. There's more, but I can't, I just can't get it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get it all. Yeah. Can't, can't quite get all of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. So, um, so let me throw it to you guys first. I have a couple thoughts I want to kind of direct us towards as we go, but let me throw it to you guys first in terms of, um, what are you kind of still processing as we come away and, uh, not just this past week, but with the Trinity in general, like what are some of the areas that you're kind of being pulled deeper and being stretched a little bit in the way that you're thinking through it yeah i'll go for it i'll, I'll do it um so let me see here so the one the, the first point about the may they be one is we are one yeah and how you, you made a comment about how even with someone on the other side of the planet who's a brother or sister in christ who we haven't even met yeah there's this instant there's this d- depth of relationship and of course, what better way to experience that than actually, actually come here. doing that in El Salvador, <laughs> right? And, and the, the, the piece about that is that whenever I've had a conversation with someone who knows Jesus, whether it's in America or somewhere else, there's an instantaneous joy and depth of conversation yeah. that is very strange. Like you could have, like I generally tend to be the person who likes to keep keep asking questions and keep the conversation going, and yeah. I'm fine with awkward pauses. But yeah. I, I enjoy getting to know someone. I kind of have that inquisitive spirit. Yeah. But there's there's a a more colorful version of that yeah. when there's someone who knows Jesus, like talking to yeah. Juan or Mario or Carlos or yeah. Mimi or whoever, um, or some of the folks we all met for the first time. Yeah, you know, as we've been traveling around has just been such a spark of, of joy. I could just keep talking. Oh, that's Granted, cool. it's also a good time to practice Spanish. Yeah. For, the, for them to practice English. Yeah. Um, so that's another piece. And for it. me to practice listening. Listening. Anyway, that's yeah. right. That's oh, right. Right. yeah. Silence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Everybody should come to El Salvador with yeah. Brian. So he can yeah. be quiet. Brian's silent. <laughs> Super crazy. Yeah, so oh, that, yeah. that was, that's, a, that's one 
that that piece that united piece of it it's like yeah. you just know you can there's a, there's an old CCM song that has something about just that spark in their eye you just kind of know yeah um, oh, that's cool and so I think that's my experience yeah that I, I want to jump off on that before I ask Taylor some thoughts because I, I think I was I was thinking through the whole idea of um, there's a there's a I may, I may not remember the word right it's a, a descriptor word about what it means to be sure something is going to happen but it hasn't happened yet. I think it's proleptical. If I'm, is that the right word? Do you know that word? Prolepsis. Prolepsis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so, so that that word basically is the way that we are called to live in light of the kingdom that is. So, so Jesus said the kingdom is here, and yet the kingdom is not here. So it's kind of like when I'm standing in my kitchen and I say to my kids, "I'm already in the car. Let's go." And they're like, <laughs> "I'm not actually in the car. I'm actually in the kitchen." But I'm, I'm. I'm on the way to the car. I'm so sure that I'm going to the car. Yeah, yeah. So there's this kind of proleptical it's, kind it's of the language. True version of hope. Yeah, like, right. Yes. Not I hope the Bills win the Super Bowl because yet again, that's, that's not going to happen again. I'm so we're going to commiserate Aww. together. And Taylor's just like as a Steelers fan doesn't even have anything to say about it <laughs> oh because they're up sooner than us. Oh that's right. Gosh. Anyway, so uh, different kind of hope. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that that whole idea of um, uh, of of a reality that's not quite here yet. But I was thinking that um, from a a, a proof of the truth of Christianity perspective. There, there's this, there, there's this pushback that could be there from the world around us that says, like, two thousand years ago, Jesus said the kingdom was here, and it was supposed to be a kingdom of love and of peace and of healing and of grace. And I can look around at the world, and I don't see love and peace and healing and grace. And so, therefore. Jesus must not have been real. Right. And I, the, what's supposed to be happening, what Jesus prayed in John 17, was that the community of faith would, would be that. That we would say, you're, you're right that there's still war in the world and there's still division in the world and there's still hate in the world. But in the community of faith, you start to see this picture of what it looks like when the kingdom comes. And of course, there's a, this deep conviction that comes with that too, because the community of faith doesn't always look like that, you know. And so that that call back to what does it mean to really be the people of God. So anyway, that may be another sermon for another day, but uh, it's this this idea of what you're talking about that there's this oneness in us that should spark something that draws yeah. together. So well, that's exactly what your next point was was that it requires the power of God, right? Yes, the, that's right. The power of the Spirit working through us, because on our own, I, mean, I as I look at the the narrative of Scripture, kind of through the story lens. Yeah. It's this constant, oh, you, we, people saying, we can do it on our own. God progressively saying, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you so many gimmies <laughs> just to show you that you can't do this on your own, including, hey, church, like, here, here, like literally, yeah. I've done it for you, yeah. and you still, you still mess <laughs> up. Yeah. But that's, that's only inviting a greater dependence from yeah. the church, I think. No, that's right. That's right. So, Taylor, as you've been continuing to process, what has been bouncing around in your head? I don't even know where to start. There's like, <laughs> I've been, like, just standing here quietly praying. I'm like, okay, Lord, please bring, like, the, the one thing because there's, like, so many so much. things. Yeah. Um, oh. All right, I'm going to go with two things. Okay, the first good. would be bouncing off of what Asa said and just the idea that that we are known by our unity and um it i mean the holy spirit is just miraculous like that's the only way to describe it so and as a people person and as always like very similar to asa like i i always want to ask questions and i want to be getting to know people better and the joy of 
like finding out that somebody's in the same secret club as you is <laughs> what it That's feels so like. Funny. Like I feel like a little girl and I'm like, oh, you, you're in that club you're too? In the club too. It's so cool. Yeah, line. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even just a reminder, like that's even happened while we've been here. Like there were two women in particular that the Lord, like as soon as we walked in the room, the Holy Spirit was so evidently like, well, you are unified somehow and and asking uh, me to pray in specific yeah. ways or like, I, like my heart was so connected to them. I never met them before in my whole life, but like you can just, there's just a unity that I'm like, this is only the spirit. Like I couldn't even make this stuff up, but like this is the unity that the Lord was talking about because this is transcends culture and language and country and whatever, like theology even like yeah. we're like, there's just yeah. this Holy spirit sweetness. Uh, yeah. That's the first thing. Okay. So there's that point one. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I always tell you, I'm not going to preach, but now I'm like, okay, let me tell you like all the things really, really quickly. Um, but this idea, yeah. Ah, I'm so excited that it doesn't like, okay. Deep breath. Deep Deep breath. breath. Here it comes. Holy spirit. There we go. Um, the idea of being filled with hope and the Lord just reminded me of the passage from Romans 15 that may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And so I think I said it on, on one of the other podcasts that I've done, but I made this little experiment in high school. I decided that I, the Lord promised us fullness of life and like fullness of joy. And we're supposed to like pray for the fullness of God. And I, and we don't know the limit. Like we don't know how much a human can experience the fullness of God. Right. And so in high school, I decided, I was like, that's it. Like that's my life exper- experiment to figure out how much of the fullness of God can I experience in my life and, and learning that all of that just comes from deeper surrender and also learning the idea that I could be way wrong and you can, you're, you're you can great. correct all you're my theology so far. another day, so far. <laughs> but this idea of like, intimacy with each part of the trinity mm-hmm. and the, yeah. the fullness of god and interacting with different parts of the trinity and what what our response is as humanity to the fullness of god in those different ways yeah. um and so even ugh, i hate this dang it um <laughs> even as like the lord has been teaching me and we were talking last night like this idea of the maker as my husband like there's yeah. a fullness of god peace that yeah. there's so much fear in my heart and and there's healing that the lord is doing because there's this sweetness of co-working together and yeah. allowing the lord to minister to my heart as my husband that i haven't experienced the fullness of yet but but wanting to experiencing that experience that and because it's more of like it's just more Jesus. Like I just yeah. want more of Jesus, and, yeah. and that's a piece that I, I'm still learning to surrender and, and be okay with. But I'm just excited. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I'm that's always great. Excited, I love it. But... No, you are always excited. That's true. But no, I think that the the beauty of the, the being Trinitarian in our theology means that we we have a unique understanding of how we were created and so i think that there, there's so much i mean you guys not maybe you well, sometimes you guys but a lot of people make fun of me because i go back to genesis one through three all the time because there's so so much there foundationally but that whole idea of being made in the image of god there's there's something in that image that we are made in the image of god that um that 
God has given us a level of dignity as it relates to the way that we interact in the world. That is, um, like, like yes, we're that God is transcendent and much greater than us and far beyond us. But He's also created us in such a way that we are co-workers, that we are co-laborers. That we be we began the whole series by saying we're co-lovers with God, and that like He's not he, He's not asking us to as uh, subjects love. He's saying, I'm inviting you into love along with me in the same way that I, um, uh, the, uh, the same way that I'm loving the world around me, I'm inviting you to love in the same way. And I think that's, that's serve and that's lead and that's cultivate. When you go back to Genesis one and the, the, the fall takes all that away, or at least breaks it in a way that makes it almost unrecognizable. But that, that whole idea of the Trinitarian flow of God and that all, that idea of coming into the flow of the dance of the trinity is all through this process of having that restored to some degree back into it yeah coming back into the way that we've been created i mean you know coming out of my background you know the original sin is like a huge part of my theology and i was reminded by my sister over the weekend uh that the original goodness yes we're called back into uh, and we had we had a great, great conversation. Greater than oh, greater than sin, right? Yeah. Exactly, right. exactly what we right. were talking about. How it's it's greater than the, the worst of sin. Yeah. Or else he yeah, the, wouldn't have paid the, the price to bring us back. Yeah, because the core of your identity is that you're made in the image of God, not that you're a sinner. You know well, that right. this like, like yeah. It, one's just a, a marring of the real of the thing real thing. Right? Yeah. Right. And that, that actually, okay. So when you said that second point in your in the sermon about. Um, you know, spend a week with you and you find out how annoying you are. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And you and, and Asa Asa has actually spent a week with me before. And this is the second time and he can testify to you. Yeah, can confirm. Muy modestoso. No. No, it's all good. No, but so but the difference between um so seeing it with God's power, seeing it with yep. God's lens as opposed to our own strength trying to love each other. There's a very subtle but I think important difference between you are annoying yeah. versus you are doing something annoying. Yeah, okay. I mean, you it's can. so silly, yeah. but I, I've, no, that's right. I think I try to train my own mind and my own heart in is that, no, the person is not that. They are that, image bearers. They're doing something. Yeah, right, they're, but so, yeah, but you know, image bearers. I, I always ask this person, like, okay, if someone runs, they are a... Runner. If someone jumps, they are a... a jumper. If someone uh, murders, they are a... A murderer. A child of God who is acting temporarily out of a different identity. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. it kind of always challenges, like, yeah. our idea of uh-huh. identity and how far does God's grace go. Yeah, right. You know, which right. is crazy. Yeah. No, that's, that's that, beautiful. That was that, that piece of, like, how we relate to each other and how it relates to our identity in yeah. Genesis 1 through 3. Oh, man, I love right? that. It's yeah, so... It's so good. It's so connected that... Yeah, I don't know. That's so good. So you had a thought somewhere along the way? Yeah, yeah. Because this also talking about the Trinity and talking about the fullness of God and being able to love one another and being created in the image of God also then my perspective immediately goes, okay, but there are so many people who are so unaware and in in my own background, like I grew up in the church. I'm very grateful for it, but it wasn't until the past few years that I've started to experience this fullness of God and this awareness of his presence and the freedom that that brings. And so immediately that I'm thinking like, there are so many people that are, that are living so little, like so small and the Lord has fullness. Like, and I don't want to miss the opportunity. Like we can't, it can't be enough just for us. Like it, then it has to go like, Oh my goodness, you have to hear this too. Like there's really good news. Like there's yeah. so much more. It's yeah. like far more 
abundant, abundantly, exceedingly more than we could think or ask. Like, there's fullness offered to us. And yeah. It's the C.S. Lewis quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite uh-huh. quotes. Like, yeah. I don't want to settle for too little when right. God has fullness. And I don't want so much more. my brothers and sisters or, or the pre-Christians around me yeah. to settle for too little when God, like, God yeah. isn't, he's not small. And right. he's, he didn't, he didn't restrict us to six rules. Yes. He was like, no, no, no. I have fullness so of life for you. Like, yeah. I think the, I think the best communication of that is what your persona. I mean, you all in the podcast can't see this, but uh, Brian mentioned about this grin. I, th- I think that is as much, if not even more, of a, of a storyteller. Testimony. Yeah, that's right. About uh-huh. about that, the joy, the depth. Because it's one thing to have the words, which are super important. They mm-hmm. provide almost like the outline of the coloring page. Mm-hmm. But the smile, the joy, the hope—that's what fills it in that's with, what, with that's beauty color. and color. Yeah, yeah. That's no, a that's good cool. Analogy. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I love that. And I, I was really struck in prepping for Sunday. Day, that that idea of all the fullness of God or the sum of the attributes of God to fill us up it is uh, on one hand we look for the fullness of name the thing the fullness of money or the fullness of position or the fullness of relationship or the whatever uh, sorry for the dogs fighting each other in El Salvador welcome welcome to El Salvador this is the way it is so on uh, on one hand there's this longing for the fullness of something else but I was convicted that most of the time for us what you're saying is that it's not so much that we're looking for the fullness of something else it's that we are satisfied with the partialness of God yeah. you know like we've we've got a little bit more. and like that's that's good like yeah. that's better that's better than I had what I had before so that's good you know yes. and like the longing of God to give us the fullness of him that we would pray into the that the fullness of God would fill us up mm-hmm. you know like that that's what really satisfies yeah. us yeah and that's what broke my heart as we're talking about it last night like believing that he wants to give us that yes. like he wants me he wants me yes. to experience his fullness yeah. that is radical there's no it makes no sense no that's it right makes no sense. that's exactly right that's exactly right wasn't there a, what was it was it a willard quote i'm not a you know i, I enjoy okay. willard but, but when you said something about like um uh, heaven is is open to more people than we think but it's only those who can handle it yeah. or something along yes. those lines yes no yeah so yeah willard willard made the statement that um that um God will, it's not so much, we, we have this question as to whether God's going to let people in. Yeah. And what Willard said is, God's going to let in anybody who can handle it. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah there's just it. like, it, it's the, the overwhelming presence of the glory of God. And, and I think that's where that whole idea of like, I, if I spend my life rejecting God being Lord, why would I want to spend eternity right, yeah. having right, God right, be Lord, no forcing, sense. yeah, like of course, I'm entering into God being Lord now of my life. So that as I pass into eternity, the other thing that Willard said that always gets me, and uh, particularly we have some uh, some of the older saints in our church who've either um, just recently passed away or, or are um, just struggling with with health and all of that. But there's a there's a sense Willard said that as we live in the kingdom, that the people around us will know that we've died before we know. Because we're just passing into the presence of God that we're already in. You know, it's wow. like such a beautiful idea of this. Like, if I'm living in the kingdom, then living in the fullness of the kingdom is going to be like a passageway in. And I'm going to, like, I'm just going to, like, slide in. And the people around us are going to be like, they're not alive anymore. And we're going to be like, oh, what? I thought, felt like I was just there. Like, I was like, I'm now even more in the presence wow. of Jesus, you know? That's, that's and so, yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant, I mean, who knows if he's right. Uh, he said that before he died, so we don't really know. Yeah, right. But, you know, yeah, I mean, in fairness, he wasn't saying a lot after he died. So it was, it had to be before he died. So, yeah, that's, that's the way it works, you know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. So, um, 
so yeah. So any other final thoughts? We're going to wrap things up here for uh, the El Salvador edition of uh, Deeper and Wider. But anything else that's bouncing around your head as we wrap up this Trini- Trini- Trinity series and uh, move into the next thing that's on the docket, which we'll talk about tomorrow in tomorrow's podcast. Anything well, else bouncing I mean, around for you? You admitted to being cold. <laughs> well, I just, uh, in or fairness, what, what I think I said was it was the coldest New Year's Eve on record when we, we were in. No, but the, then you said you want to get a hot cup of something or other well, in the cafe where it was warm. In, you were implying. Right were now. So, so right now we're standing in El Salvador. It's 80 something degrees and humid. And I still want a cup of coffee. So I don't, I don't know that that means anything. I'm just, You're going to fight it. You just know you're wrong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so those are Ace's final thoughts. Taylor, do you have, have any final thoughts? Yeah, yeah I have something go. very <laughs> different. It matters. And I, I think, like, I mean, it'll be a miracle if any any students actually listen to this <laughs> because but, I don't think they do. Yeah, right. But to think, like, and it's okay. They're so tired of hearing me say this, though. But I don't think we cannot overemphasize we have access to the fullness of God. And then we say... I just don't have time. Right. What? Yeah. What? Are you kidding me? Like God wants God wants to give you the fullness of himself and you can't sit and like receive that? Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, I, it man. seems harsh, but I'm just like do you what you're turning down the greatest thing in all of eternity and yeah. and like you don't have to. Like that's ridiculous to me. Like I'm sorry. And like I do it too. Like I'm not right, please right. don't hear me saying not like I'm like perfect just, yeah, like, right, right. but like just to like to sit in the presence of God and let him give you more and more and more of himself. Like yeah. that's what we, that's all we need. That's like what, <laughs> let's do that. Like, can we please, can we please just take it more seriously? I, I think that is a great way for us to wrap up. Can we please just take this invitation more seriously? Cause that's, it's, it's right. I mean, it's like, yeah, because the, the, the in, invitation into the dance is really the heart of this whole series that god's inviting us into what it means to be with him in this trinitarian community of love and we can't quite get words around that but it is an invitation that we shouldn't be passing up so yeah so great word all right well we're going to wrap up for today uh tomorrow we will step into uh, a little bit of a vision of where we're going to be headed from here but until then may the grace and peace of jesus be yours may you experience his goodness and his faithfulness his gentleness and his fullness yeah um, may you experience him inside transforming you and flowing from you to a waiting and watching world have a great rest of today And uh, we'll be back with you from El Salvador one more time tomorrow before we get on a plane and head back. So uh, talk to you then. Grace and peace to you.